What's up everybody? This is Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. Uh, it is a beautiful Sunday. Um, it's nice and sunny out there, finally. We've been getting some weird weather here in Central Oregon and uh, it's nice to just have uh, the typical sun like it's supposed to be. Uh, so anyway, just want to thank you for spending your time with me. Um, getting a lot of good feedback. I'm happy to be back behind the mic. Uh, took some time off, sorting some stuff out, had some, uh, you know, employee uh, mix-up, shake-ups here. Um, I lost backbone a while back um, and then brought in three other guys. Uh, so things are really um, turning around here. We're cranking out tons of work and we're selling a lot of stuff online. Um, you know, you can look for us on eBay. Uh, we're going to have a Shopify store, uh, opening up like probably in the next week, if not sooner. Um, today is the 21st of June. So, uh, sometime before July, you'll see the Shopify store up and it will have, uh, right now it'll probably just have all the new stuff, um, t-shirts, medicine cabinets, spring hanger guests, it's all that stuff. Um, but then once we nail that down and get our, get it sorted out, uh, we're going to start throwing used parts up and, uh, eventually, um, probably over the course of a, a year or so, probably phase out of eBay. Um, eBay has been good to us, but there's fees and the drama that goes along with eBay and leaving feedback and, you know, people trying to, I don't know. It's just, uh, the eBay has been, is a good, um, beginner step, but I think it's, it's time, you know, we've been doing it for almost three years now. And I think it's time to break into the next level of professionalism and get to, you know, um, I have a good website that, um, my buddy Corey put together for us, but, uh, I think the Shopify store, kind of will link through everything and, um, and just be a little bit more convenient to use for, for you guys and for us to, uh, manage. So anyway, yeah, so we got a lot going on, going on around here. And, uh, you know, the picked up a few more, uh, Patreon donators. So if you'd like to get on that, uh, you know, it's all greatly appreciated. These things don't, don't pay for themselves. Um, you know, so, uh, do have some, some good partners out there, you know, the Loctite brand and we get some stuff from them and, um, Joe over at scouts and trucks, um, sorry, uh, scouts, scout owners of the world page on, uh, Facebook. Uh, that's a very big, uh, international centric, uh, Facebook page. Um, Joe's cool, sends a lot of uh, referrals our way and, um, you know, we get the, the SOG knives every once in a while, you know, care package from SOG will show up. So, uh, you know, that stuff is super cool, but you know, it doesn't, doesn't always pay the bills. So, uh, but it sure is nice to have, but yeah, uh, if you want to help out on Patreon, head over there, look for Binder Boneyard podcast, 
donate a dollar, whatever. Uh, it all helps. So appreciate you guys very much. Um, today is going to be kind of a semi-elementary podcast for some of the less educated about um, engine RPM, gear ratio, tire size, um, and the effect that that has on miles per gallon and all the other effects that it all the other things that it affects. So uh, I'm sure everyone everyone will understand exactly what I'm talking about as we get into it. So as you know, if you have an international engine, it is a low RPM, kind of torquey, you know, the, I think the, the torque, uh, the, the mythical torque <laughs> fairy, I don't know. There's, there's guys that talk about how torquey they are and, and this and that. And, and they do have some uh, more torque compared to other makes just because I believe the long stroke of the engine. But, um, you know, it's no, it's no diesel. It's no, you know, medium duty, long stroke motor. It's, it's a, you know, it's a low RPM, relatively low horsepower. Um, and so that low RPM means that you've got to make up for it with gearing. If you want to go down the road with any kind of, uh, efficiency, you know, I found, um, the best RPM range for an international V8 to run at, to be efficient and, and powerful. Cause you can go too low. Uh, I've, I've found over the years that guys are gearing, you know, they're building these drivetrains and they're running, you know, 354 gears and an overdrive, you know, NV 4,500 conversion or something. And they're running down the highway at 1700 RPM. And they're complaining that they're still getting 10 miles to the gallon. Um, I have found that internationals seem to operate best in the 22 to 2400 range, um, maybe 2100. Uh, but, but yeah, they just seem to, with a carburetor and that kind of stuff, they just seem to work a little bit better. Um, in that, in that range. So, you know, when we're building a restoration for someone and they're running, you know, 33s and, um, you know, stock engine, but overdrive transmission, we really try and go with like a 410, uh, maybe a 373. If there's a lot of high speed highway driving, you know, you guys that live in Idaho and Utah and stuff where you've got an 80 or 85 mile an hour speed limit. Um, you know, yeah, you can use 373s with 33 inch tires and, and overdrive and, and be okay. Um, but in Oregon, the speed limit is anywhere between 55 and 65. So that, you know, yeah, everyone goes five miles an hour over or more, but, uh, it's just, they just 
lug along. Um, and it's just too low, too high of geared, I guess. Yeah. It gets confusing when you start going high and low and ratio and, and all that. So high gear or numerically lower. So, you know, uh, a 307 is higher than a 373. At least that's how I say it. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, you know, it, it all has to do like, for example, my red travelette got 304, which does have a higher RPM range than a 345 or, or a 392. It is rated at, you know, 4,400 RPMs is red line, I believe. Um, it has 410 axle gears and just over, they're like 32 inch tires. And I can do 65 uh, at about 2,800. Um, if I had overdrive, that would drop me down to about 2,400, which I feel would be just about appropriate for that motor. Um, and it needs a little bit more RPM for pulling grades. You know, you don't want to be, you know, because it is a slow revving engine, you don't want to be doing 1900 and then come to a grade and not have the power or the, you know, the quickness of engine to get up to a higher RPM to continue up the grade, um, without having to downshift. So, um, you know, cruising at 2,400 is, um, it, it just gives you the engine RPM to carry yourself up, you know, grades and stuff. And I'm not talking mountain passes, you know, I'm just talking about rises and, and falls and, and rolling hills and things like that. Uh, so, you know, um, it, it's just, so, you know, like I was saying, 65 is about max. I could do 70. That puts it up over three grand to do a 70. And I, and I do that occasionally, not for long distances. Cause you know, that motor is so tired. It's got some blow by and it starts pushing oil out the breather and that kind of thing. So I, I try not to uh, push it hard, but uh, you guys with 345s and 392s, you definitely don't want, you know, if you can run a bigger tire to help you pick up um, speed on the highway, that that's what I would do in the interim. But if you're running, you know, 410s and you want to, you know, don't want to do a gear change yet, I would, I would definitely look into, uh, bigger tires but uh, if you're if you're interested in picking up some highway speed but still maintaining um some gear you know gear reduction a 373 is a good gear uh, it really is i've had several d-series trucks with 373s and uh, i really liked them especially with a 32 or 33 inch tire it still has enough power to pull grades and and whatnot but yet you can go down the highway at 70 at you know 2700 20 you know if you're doing 70 yeah it's like 2700 so you know 65 or even 60 60 puts you right at that 2400 range um i'm not doing this i'm not doing the math on a calculator right now i'm just using my what i recall from my brain so if i'm a 
100 or 200 RPMs off either way. Like, don't fucking write me a letter. I'm sorry. Um, but you get what I'm saying. There's the gear ratio, you know, is important. So, you know, I would avoid 354s or 307s in anything you're going to tow with. Uh, 354s, we put 354s in several half ton uh, travel alls and, and pickups and you know they're just going to be highway flyers or parade trucks that's fine i wouldn't worry about that gear for that application and you know then that puts you at at 60 um you're down in that 2100 range which is a little low in my opinion but um you know, at, at higher RPM, you know, 70, 75, now you're up in the 2400, 2500 range and still, um, you know, you're getting good, decent economy. You're in the sweet spot of the RPM range. You know, you're just, everything is better there. So, um, you know, the, like I kind of touched on earlier, if you're running down the highway with too high of RPMs, it's really hard on everything else. You're, you know, flinging the, um, you know, oil is getting pushed out of the breather, uh, blow by in the engine. If you've got an old wore out engine, you know, the motor just spinning like crazy. All your accessories are spinning like crazy. Uh, you know, it just, it just, uh, it's hard on everything when you've got to run it at 3,300 to maintain traffic speed. So all these guys I hear about with the 488 gears and stuff, or even 456s, I just, it's terrible if you're driving them on the road, in, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, the, the other, you know, so where I try to direct people is to re-gear the axle first. Um, you know, transmission swaps are probably the next viable thing. Like if you're into wheeling, you spend a lot of time off road and you need the lower gears, um, then, you know, stay with your 410s or if you have a Scout, and it came with 354s, but you want to go wheeling, you want to run 33s, and you got some money to burn, then I would say 410s, and then run that overdrive five-speed or overdrive automatic. Uh, IH Parts America makes that adapter. You can run the NV4500, uh, which is a really durable five-speed overdrive five, or the um, you can run a 700R4, which is a less than durable, automatic but there's so many of them out there there's so many transmission builders that build those things now so um those are your options uh with the full-size trucks you know international did have an overdrive manual even back in the 60s it was the the t34 um it had an overdrive it has a crazy shift pattern and it's kind of hard to find and it is a massive transmission um it, you know it's a medium duty truck transmission and uh but it does provide uh, overdrive as well. So, you know, you can find those out there if uh, you don't want to change axle ratios, but you want a little bit more for the highway. That, uh, that T34 is a terrible towing transmission. Uh, the splits between third and fourth are atrocious. So it's really not that great. Um, I would recommend that T34 if you had 373 gears or you know, something like that, um, that would put, put your motor in a different RPM range for that fourth gear. Um, you know, fourth gear, um, 
you know, get one to one, you can still get on the highway. Uh, but then that third gear split, you have a little bit more RPM with the 373 gears, but anyway, so, you know, if we're looking at scouts, I look for the overdrive. If you have a four cylinder scout, uh, if you're running the Spicer 18 or you want to run a Spicer 18, there is the old, uh, worn overdrive that bolts on to that Spicer 18 that gives you an overdrive gear. Um, uh, they are currently sold under the Saturn, I believe they're Saturn from Advanced Adapters. Um, they're not cheap, but they they work. Um, there's a guy out of Vancouver, Washington, uh, or somewhere over there, um, named Herm, Herm, Herm the Overdrive Guy. That's his, that's his, uh, I don't know what he calls himself. He has a lot of used parts. Uh, he buys all of them off of eBay and various things and then builds builds good ones out of all these parts that he gets. Um, I've sold him several over the years and, and they're good. Um, so, you know, there's that option if you've got a scout and you, uh, you know, you want to keep your low gears for off-road, but an overdrive or go down the highway. Uh, I would not recommend one of those Saturns um, or the worn overdrives behind anything but a four-cylinder. They are made for, you know, 90 horsepower and 65 miles an hour. The, I've seen too many of them behind six cylinders and V8s, and they just get the crap beat out of them with the higher horsepower and, you know, moving, trying to move a brick down the highway at anything over 65. It just heats the heck out of them, and, and they eat bearings and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So those are kind of where you're at with, you know, when you weigh your options about what you're doing. If you've got a stock scout and you just do stock scout things and, you know, you want to drive it, you know, camping trips or longer, longer trips that you're going to be on the highway and you're running, you know, higher RPMs, drop down a gear ratio. If you got, you know, if you got 354s and you're running 29 inch tall tires, you know, next time it's time to buy tires, I would look at some 31s. They'll still fit. Should be all right if your springs aren't completely flattened out. But upsizing tires gives you a little bit more road speed. You'll have to adjust your speedometer, drive gear. Um, some shops across the country that make new, um, we call them ratio adapters. And you can adapt the, you know, you hook it up to your speedometer output and then it changes the, your speed pretty much. So then your speedometer is correct again. Um, so, you know, that would be what I would suggest. I, you know, 307s in a Scout, it's just, they get really doggy. Like you take off from a stoplight and they just don't have any balls at all. Um, so... I really try to avoid the 307s unless it is strictly highway and you've got an automatic um, because then it's just a dog all around and it's fine. Uh, it's hard on it's hard on clutches and things like that when you're trying to, you know, when you've got a close ratio four speed, which a lot of the later 70s trucks were, and 
and you're trying to take off from a stoplight with 307s and you're towing a trailer or you've got something, it's just really tough on things. So I try not to go any lower than 354s and anything that we build um, and then just run, you know, a larger tire if possible. Uh, so yeah um you know again just it's what your what your end use is you've got a d-series you want to haul your boat haul a camper whatever i would stay with that 410 just try to work a different tire size in um you know or you go to the overdrive overdrive manual you know and some of that comes down to preference you know you're going to get a little bit worse mileage and you're going to be in a little bit higher RPM range with that automatic just because of the torque converter fluctuation. So at least with the manual, you're going to be locked in. You know, your RPM is going to be more steady. Um, you will get slightly better economy. So, you know, the, the 4,500 is what I would recommend if you want to, you know, tow a camper, tow your boat, haul firewood. But then go down the road at better RPM when you're empty, um, you know, that, that's probably the best, best of both worlds, uh, in my, in my opinion, um, you know, and then the early scouts, like we like I talked about before, you want that worn overdrive or, you know, a four cylinder will pull 373 gears. Uh, it's a, it's, you know, it's a little bit of work for them for sure. Especially if you have the stock three speed but um, a 373 gear will work. I just, uh, I wouldn't go any lower than that with a four cylinder. Um, you know, the, the stock four cylinders, uh, a lot of the eighties and eight hundreds, you know, the stock ratio was a 427, uh, which is, that's pretty low. Um, so I would, I would look more at like a 410 or like I say, a 373, but I would not go any lower than 373 because then you're just going to be hating life and you're going to wear out clutches and, and it's just going to be that much more work to go down the road. So, um, you know, it's the gears are just a torque multiplier and the higher the number, you know, 373, 410, 456, 513, the, it, the more torque multipli multiplication it has. So, you know, it takes way more revolutions of the drive shaft to get the same revolution out of the tire. So it's easier on gear train when you've got got low ratio like that, but it's harder on the engine at RPM. So, you know, there's a there's a fine balance in there where you've got to have the torque multiplication that you need, but not so much that wears everything else out because it goes the other way too. I knew a guy that was running 307s with 40 inch tires and because he had a, a 440, he had a Mopar 440, a pretty built one too, in his scout. And so he was always like, well, gears are just a torque multiplier. So I just added more torque to the engine instead. That was in <laughs> on paper, that's true. But in real life, he was breaking drive shafts every time we went out because that ring and pinion ratio was too much work. It was too hard on that, on those drive shafts. And eventually he went, you know, he twisted off a couple and now, you know, then he got 
14, 10 series U-joints and U-joint yokes and, you know, 188 wall drive shafts. And, and, uh, and then all of a sudden he started breaking teeth off of the ring and pinion because it just, it's too much leverage on that stuff. So, you know, you start adding, you know, you go down in that ratio to 410 or 427 and it, and it spreads that load out across the teeth a little differently. Um, you know, just takes more revolutions to turn stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I don't ever, I don't know whatever happened with that rig. I just know that he was constantly a trail tampon because of broken drive shafts. So, um, you know, that's just, like I said, it's a balance. You got to find what you're doing, what your end use is, and, uh, and, and, you know, that happy medium. And if you're okay with running at 2,600, 2,800 and getting 10 miles to the gallon and burning some oil, then, you know, then that's what you're okay with. But we, you know, we did a scout not too long ago that's running 354s and 33s and two barrel carb, um, good ignition motor, you know, motors kind of unknown, um, but it ran good, uh, getting over 15 on the highway consistently. So, you know, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, I got, um, just under 14 with my, my 74, 200 pickup with a 345 and, and a two barrel and four speed you know, it, it's good mileage numbers and I, you know, good is relative, but you know, um, decent mileage numbers are, are attainable with you know, good gearing, thoughtful tire size and a good tuned motor. Um, but you know, like I said, a lot of that comes back to gearing and, and how, how your engine responds to the kind of drivetrain that you have. So, you know, and you think about the money that you might save over the long run. Yeah, gear change is a couple grand, but the difference between, you know, 10 miles to the gallon and 13 miles to the gallon spread out over the cost of, you know, I don't know what fuel is, right? Two, 280 a gallon right now, you know, that's, it adds up over time. So, yeah, especially if you're going to keep your rig a while, um, then if you're not going to keep it and you want to sell it, at least it's a good selling point. Hey, I'm getting 15 miles to the gallon consistently. So, you know, it, it's just, it's good across the board. So hopefully, um, you know, hopefully that was some good info. Um, you know, it was kind of just a rudimentary going over what gears do, but you know, maybe it helps point you in the right direction. So hopefully if you have any questions, shoot me a message. Uh, if you got any other suggestions for pods, let me know. I'm open to it. I got a little notebook. I write stuff down in. So, um, yeah, hopefully you learned something and, uh, tell your friends, like it, share it, subscribe, all that good stuff. And, uh, see you guys soon. This has been Dan for Binder Boneyard. Mm -hmm.